You're listening to WYDG Gaming Radio. I played for six hours today. Oh my god. It's only 7.30 p.m. Yep. <laughs> I'm aware of what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> Be the boy who inspires other boys to feel poor. Welcome back to Twig. I'm Proxy. I'm Sarah. Uh, and welcome to our crib. Welcome to Oliver Twist. <laughs> you sent me that really delightful Tumblr that's just some of the best of Inspirobot. Oh, it's so funny. There was one where uh, it was a really dramatic picture of, I think, like lava or fire in the background. And in huge, big block letters, it was just, find milk. And it made me laugh so hard. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, fine milk. Fine milk. You didn't hear about that? The It was the prequel to the Got Milk yeah. campaign. Yeah. The find milk campaign. <laughs> you just oh, got to find Lord. it. Uh, so, boy, the, I I don't even know what to say about this past week. Yesterday alone, yesterday, the Thursday with the Sony event, yesterday, felt like a year. Yesterday was the best day of the week. It because really of was. that, which is a lot coming Working from Working from home, I can finally do what I always wanted to do if I ran my own office. I.e., I could put things like the Game Awards pre-stream and the Sony stream up on my television yeah. while I'm working. Yeah. And just, like, keep working, but that's on in the background, and I can yeah. glance up and see all the trailers and everything going on. Yeah. Back- which makes me so excited for Games Done Quick in a couple weeks. Yes. <clears throat> SGDQ. Yes. So excited. Um, we'll get to that. That's I'm sure we will. I was just thinking about that. I was like, oh, wait. Yeah, we usually talk about that right yeah. before it happens. Yeah. And well, after it happens it's and coming during up. it happening. It's a um, So what? How is Animal Crossing? That's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it, we're me and Animal Crossing. We're at the point where I start to get like, I don't want to play right now. Like all I have every day is like tending to my flowers and it's very taxing because there's a lot of weird math involved in getting all of the colors of different flowers so I can have a rainbow because that's all I want because I'm a homosexual. <laughs> and Makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. And it's hard because like blue roses are the hardest flower to get. And there's so much math involved. And don't tell me your methods because I've tried them all. We're just seeing which one works better. So it's kind of a pain in the butt to like every day start up and you're like, oh, I have to tend to all my flowers. Uh, and this is why I don't have plants in real life. I really want to play Horizon Zero Dawn. And I almost started today and then I ran out of time because I was like doing laundry and whatever. Uh, we'll get to why I wanted to play that at the end of the <laughs> at the end of the show uh-huh. when, the, when the PS5 event we stuff will. happens. <coughs> I had every intention of playing it yesterday, and then the day got away from me, and then so did today, and, you know, working from home is great. Uh, Being in quarantine and not seeing my friends is also great. It's really great for me. The end. That's it. You know, I've really started today thinking to myself, like, man, I, I miss the shitty family gatherings 
where you get to see like the three relatives you care about yeah. and the 15 that you don't. Yeah. And like the five that all want to talk about politics all the time and like the four that just want to watch the game. Yeah. Like some of those overlap. Yeah. So they're not all separate people. No, but most of them overlap. A lot of them overlap. And I was like, man, it's June. Yeah. And I'm just saying, <laughs> my boss was like, yeah, maybe this will all be over by like, you know, November, December. As long as it's over by then, it's fine. And nope. I'm like, you think a disease is going to stop America from celebrating Black Friday? Yeah. You're out of your mind. We're going to call it White Friday this year. Of course. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> but there's not going to be any snow on the ground at all. No. Is the thing. It's like, it's a white Christmas. It's white people Friday. It's, oh God. I hate it already. It's like, I miss people I don't like mood i miss people at work that i don't enjoy seeing i want to just see faces that aren't people who live in this building good luck because like you know who lives in this building everyone i live with and you and annabelle yep i don't want to i i'm sick of looking at you (laughs) i don't blame you you're the only people i see who i don't live with i'm sick of it i have to see other humans (laughs) i have to look at other faces you gotta get out there in the world we were selling the car and the car was at Morgan's grandmother's and it was really nice to go up there and talk to humans who weren't people I see all the time. Even if it was from 20 feet away, I don't care. And there was nothing to talk about because no one's up to anything. I don't care. It was nice to get out and see the sun. Oh, what have you been up to? Well, you know, <sighs> nothing. nothing. I work from home. I'm up to nothing. Sometimes I have meetings and I see my boss's dog. Otherwise, nothing. Because I'm smart and I'm not going out to see people. I'd love to see my friends, but I simply can't. That's it. That's that's all I've played. Mood. Anyway, moving on. My goodness. All right. I actually had to make myself a heckin' list. Um, Oh, my God. I've been not so much randomly all over the place, a little bit, but I had a heckin' time this week. I'll tell you what. So, over the weekend, hit up some Elite Dangerous. Uh, I bought a new um, Lacon Keelback ship. It's the it's basically the giant brick that I was flying, but with a couple flappy bits on the sides. Hell yeah! I traded in my brick with the tissue paper armor for it, and I've been upgrading things like crazy. I got a couple of jobs now for a sense of scale. Um, a lot of the jobs that I was handling were anywhere in the range of like would get me 15,000 credits to maybe 75,000 credits. Yeah. Now that I'm doing cargo delivery, uh, I saw a job pop up for 700,000 credits and went, wow, that's a lot of money. I was on the phone with Al at the time. And I was like, there's a job for a hundred thousand credits in this system. Like I just have to go from one station to another station. Hell yeah. I'm doing it. So I did it. And then I found two more jobs for 700,000 credits. My God. A piece. Oh my God. So I took both of them. <laughs> I had enough room on my ship for almost all of it. I think there was one item I couldn't get. So, and one of them was to an outside system. So I'm like, all right, cool. I'll take order A that goes to the system I'm not in. Yeah. That I have all the cargo on board for. I'll deliver that. I'll come back to this station, pick up the last piece of cargo I need, and then travel within this system to the other station, drop that off and call it a night. I was attacked three times oh my God. on my journey um, when I got back to that other system. I made it to the, the, you know, outer system easy enough. It was one jump away. Yeah. Jump back. 
And on my way to pick up the remainder of my cargo, I get pulled out of Super Cruise and attacked. They regretted that. Um, then from the station that I picked up the cargo at to the one I was delivering to, I got attacked twice. Great. Uh, once I managed to escape, and the other time I was like close enough that I was like, all right, I guess I'll load up all my hard points, get my weapons loaded up, and then like the local systems law enforcement for that station mm-hmm. came by and was like, don't worry, I got this guy. I was like, ah, oh, cool, thanks, bye. Their economy is a mess. That's why the jobs are paying so well. Yeah. Because, like, they desperately needed things. But they didn't need the credits. I did. So, shrug. So that was my fun, fun time with Elite Dangerous. Great. Uh, Stream-wise, played some more Hyperdimension Neptunia. That was, uh, that was Hyperdimension Neptunia. Hell yeah. There's a lot of grinding. We are working our way up so that we could, because we ended into a dungeon where it was all the regular... Mobs were hard to get through. Yeah. So, and if they're going to give us trouble, then goodness knows the boss is going to give us trouble. So we mostly just did a walk and talk, you know, chat with the stream a lot and walk around and slay things until we got good scrub. Great. Uh, Wednesday, we played Mass Effect, you know, yeah. Mr. Shepard dominating the universe. I was there for that. You were. What a good stream that was. Because I remembered it was Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> Because I had good, seen you 10 minutes before. A good stream. <laughs> um, I may have broken the game a couple times. Yeah, I saw that. Uh, I got the Mako stuck in a stairway. <laughs> Seems. Like I don't know why they made the stairway the perfect width to get my tires in. Yes. Why? It, it seems like You could have made it a foot thinner and it wouldn't have mattered. <laughs> it seems like the kind of place you shouldn't be taking a space vehicle that has never stopped me before i I, know i played halo 2 i know (laughs) but all right so from there played dauntless on our tuesday thursday cycle tuesday everything was fine it was the end of the previous season thursday season update gotta update a whole bunch of stuff Mm -hmm. um they completely redid the ui the menu systems and everything completely redone oh no it seems like it's going to be easier overall. It seems like the it was made so that things would be simpler to get to. Yeah. And more streamlined. But my muscle memory is for the old system. Right. So I'm trying to struggle with the being an old person, like, don't change <laughs> things on me. I miss things the way they were. Old man yells and, at Cloud. And also being <laughs> like, yeah, you know, change is good, though. So, but... Uh, the new season, they are definitely taking my money at some point during this season. It's uh, because you're Trish. Yeah. Uh, I did run into a couple of issues where like my skybox didn't load in all the way. Love that. And it, they use around like a cylindrical skybox. Yep. And the top of it wasn't there. So I'm looking up and all I see is this like black void. And I went, tell me they're not pulling a Fortnite. And they weren't. It was just an issue. What was, what's the, oh, because the Because Fortnite had the, uh, the rift that opened up in the sky and oh, all that other crazy right. shit with season one. Right. And that like, I'm already concerning. tired of people comparing Dauntless to Fortnite. They're not even close. No, they're both published by Epic, but Epic, I think, designed and makes Fortnite. Yeah. Whereas Phoenix Labs is Dauntless. Yeah. It's so, like comparing Dishonored to Fallout 4. Yeah. Or Fallout 4 to Doom. Or Fallout 4 to anything. 
Yeah, Doom is a really is a better example because Doom is unlike anything else. <laughs> Doom is so drastically different. Yeah. <laughs> from Fallout, especially. Yeah. But, mm, so I'm getting used to that. They got this whole like purple spacey sort of feel going on, and it looks so all the artwork for this new season in Dauntless looks amazing. Yay. And I'm so ready for it. But I'm gonna wait until I've leveled up enough. This last season we played so much that you cap at level 50 for the season, mm -hmm. which is unlocking all of your stuff that you would get for the season. If you pay for the upgrade, you get everything previously unlocked from that tier. Uh, but I, it's like per season. So now that it's a new season, you're we level start one. over. Yep. Interesting. That's a weird way. Like of your doing character it. has a level, but based on things. But this is your season. Oh, your season level. Interesting. Uh, so season level started over again, working our way back up. And the experience gained isn't exponential or anything. It's not like 100 experience to go from 1 to 2, 200 to yeah. from 2 to 3, 400 from 2 to, you know, 3 to 4. Yeah. So at least it's the same amount of experience each time. So you can keep doing the same things and gain levels about the same rate. But I hadn't maxed my level before this, but now we've been playing so darn much and doing so darn well. Yeah. That I want to say I ended up going like seven levels past 50. Oh my God. And once you start breaking 50, they just start giving you these like, what do they call them? Like archive tokens or vault tokens. Mm -hmm. And they let you go in and purchase things from previous seasons or some shit like that. Cool. It's interesting. That's neat. Um, I'm hoping I get all the way to the end with this season. And by that point, I will probably drop money on it because there's a lot of cosmetics in there that I really, really want. Yeah. It just looks so heckin' good. Um, but anyway, off of Dauntless. Um, then I played mobile games this week again. Of course you did. You always do. I get bored sitting at my desk. Yeah. Uh, when you're when you're on break, you know, when you're on break, I'm totally not working at all. Totally not working at all. Definitely responsible. Uh, so when Al was over this past weekend, I and started playing again uh, Super Dimensional Sex Shop, a Nataku game that we intend to review at some point. It's a tapper, clicker, whatever you want to call it. Love those. Match a bunch of stuff. And I was having, honestly, a good time with it. It's a good idle sort of game. Mm -hmm. And the artwork is good. And there's no point when I feel like I need to spend actual money on it, which is great. But I don't know. It's a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. So, but I was like, I'm, I'm having a good time. I'll load it up. I'll, I'll burn through what I have for energy and stuff. And yeah. Call it a day. Wait around for the next day. But then last night I decided to install a bunch of Nataku games to see what's new in the store. And I installed Sacred Sword Sweeties, which oh, no. is I don't know if it's like a second part or if it's a spiritual successor or if it's just semi related to mm -hmm. Sacred Sword Princesses. But I'm addicted. It's oh, no, I have a problem. I played for six hours today. Oh, my God. It's only 7.30 p.m. Yep. <laughs> I'm aware of what time it is. <laughs> <laughs> it, the thing is, you can set it to pretty much do all the battles for you. Yeah. Or auto battle. So I can just do that. And every now and then I look down and I click on some stuff and it, it does things. And I kept progressing. It wasn't one of these like, oh, well, now that I've played for 40 minutes, I can't progress anymore without spending money. I, yeah. I'm still progressing. I need my energy, gems. And it's like, as I'm progressing, more stuff's unlocking. And at this point, it's not even like the hentai shit. It's just a genuinely fun game. Yeah. 
and I'm, this is like when I was playing um, Tits and Tanks. Yeah. Genuinely fun game under the guise of a hentai game. Yeah. Once you make it through like the first five minutes where they're like, look, boobies, keep playing, keep playing. <laughs> and then eventually you're just like, oh, no, I came for the tits, but I stayed for the game. Yeah. The tanks. So I don't know where I'm going to be at with that come next week. Because yeah. we all know my track record with mobile games. Yeah. And like maybe you'll just get to a point where it's like, oh, I'm burned out now. Yeah. I tried. Like I reinstalled and gave a good old fashioned college try to Summoner's War again. Because I was like, I just need to. I want to find a game that can basically play itself while I'm working. Yeah. And tried that again. But I'm like, eh. It, it just wasn't doing it. Yeah. Uh, and so then I was like looking at my games on my phone going... You know, Raid Shadow Legends is still here. I haven't uninstalled <laughs> it. And I remember last week saying that I should give it another 20 minutes just so I can say that I, I gave it a try. Yeah. So I went back in and I started messing around with it and went, no, this is trash. Yeah. And of course it's bye-bye. Trash. I uninstalled it. I played uninstall Raid. Raid They'll, uninstall Legends. Like, I hate to say it, but they will sponsor anyone. And they're not vetting anybody. If you can sponsor anybody without checking in to see if they're even like maybe not a nazi you don't give a shit about your game you just want to make ad money Mm -mm. yep and probably the my favorite game that i've played this week uh found installed and played the dickens out of helltaker oh on steam it is free so the thing with this is when we're hunting in dauntless Yes. I have my Discord open. We have a Dauntless chat between um, Annabelle, myself, Al, and Moo, our hunting party. Yeah. And every now and then we go back and forth between posting memes and posting hentai or yif. Right. And so I'm like, all right, I'm going to browse Monster Girls to see what I can find. And I found a bunch of like demon succubus type artwork. And I was like, this is great. Save a bunch of it. Post it all up there. And Al goes, who is this character and what is Helltaker? And I'm like, I don't know. I just like the art. So then I look it up. It's a game. Oh, my gosh. So then I have to look up the game. The game is free. Download the game while we're hunting. Yeah. Hop into the game and it plays sort of like a weird, um, like Crypt of the Necrodancer, but you don't have to go to the beat. Mm -hmm. Just the beat slaps. The soundtrack's incredible. And but it's got a sexy monster lady. Uh, it's sort of like a dating sim meets a strategy game oh. meets that one fight with Sans from Undertale. <laughs> because the whole game, nine levels, there's only 10 levels to the game. And you can fly through them pretty quick, depending on how good you are with puzzles. Yeah. Um, but it's basically, okay, you start at point A, you need to get a key, unlock this door, and meet the girl. All in this one level. There's not multiple floors. You can see everything. Yeah. You have X number of moves to do so. Interesting. And every time you move to an empty space is one move. If you have to, like, hit a monster, that's a move, even though you're not moving spaces. It's an energy. Right. So. That's interesting. I flew through the first few levels. I had to look up tutorials on two of them because I I sat there for what must have been like a half an hour on the same puzzle just going, I don't understand. <laughs> I And it's not like they're rushing you. Yeah. There's, there's no time limit for the, the puzzles. I'm just going one move at a time going, all right, I'm trying to bring out like my chess brain. Yeah. Which also I played chess this week. Impressive that you know how to play chess. Uh, I Impressive played chess anyone knows how to play against chess. Al twice over the weekend. It became our weekend routine. Wake up, 
play a game of chess, yep. have coffee at the same time. Yep. Um, I win because Al's a little rusty. But now we've downloaded a uh, an app for chess, mm-hmm. so we've been playing each other every now and then. I, I don't know how to feel about being back into chess, but that's aside the point. So, but I'm trying to get chess brain going and going, all right, I got to think like three moves ahead. Where can I do and adjust things to, to get this finally make my way to the last level. And the last level is a boss fight. That boss fight is four stages. Oh, and each stage feels like a progressively worse version of fighting sands at the end of undertale. If you've oh, been an asshole. No. I've only seen like one playthrough of the Sands fight too, but it was rough to watch. It's something. And but so each level that you beat, you get to the end of the level, you meet up with a some form of a demon chick. Uh they all have like names and their jobs and what they do in hell. Mm-hmm. And they all want something, they all have a personality type. And you basically are presented with a couple of different dialogue options at the end, and you're trying to collect them all for your harem. Yeah. Your sexy demon harem. Because what else would the game Right. Have? So, and the, the artwork from the game itself is just a freaking delight. But I, I can't praise it enough, to be completely honest. I know a few people that I've shared it with that absolutely hated it because it is rage-inducing. Yeah. It kind of sounds cool. Because, um, like, I loved watching Morgan play Crypt of the Necrodancers. Yeah. Where you're the little guy and you got to move to the Yeah, beats. you got to move to the beat. That one was fun, but watching her from afar made me motion sick because of the lights changing. Yeah, this one doesn't do that. So, that was a little rough. But there's, so the game is free. There's a DLC for it that comes with the art book, PDF, mm-hmm. and a recipe for pancakes. And I went, at what point in this game is there going to be a reference to pancakes? You know what? I love that, though, because that's some kind of shit I would do. And it was right at the very end with the boss battle. Like, one of the ending dialogue options is like, she's like, you can be my slave and I'll own you. And he's like, what if you just join my harem instead? And she's like, are you even listening to me? And he's like, I mean, we have a lot of anime and I make pancakes. I love and that. something about like turn-based strategy games or something. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, sold. You're lucky I'm a slut for pancakes. <laughs> I love that. And, but they're not pancakes. They're crepes. Oh. I'm okay with it anyway. I mean, yeah. He makes some damn good looking crepes. But so there's like crepes worked into a lot of the adult artwork. There are three Rule 34 subreddits for this one game. Oh my God. I found all three of them. Of course you <laughs> and did. And they're so good. But... Oh, it was a heckin' time, I tell you what. I highly recommend Helltaker to anyone who's looking for a challenge. And I haven't felt this... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Pleased with myself? Satisfied? S- this uh, proud mm. since beating the Gaping Dragon when I first picked up Dark Souls. That, uh, it's a fight That's that took its me. name? Yeah. That's very bad. Have you gaping seen it? Dragon? Yeah, the gaping dragon. Have you I'm, seen it? Uh, no, I'm Googling it it's, right this second. It's a mess. There's a reason it's called that. I'm going to look up gaping dragon without the Dark Souls included, and I'm going to It's probably it. still going to come up uh, with Dark Souls, to be completely honest. Oh, it is, yeah. Which is There's kind of incredible. I hate that. Uh, because safe search that's the kind of fight that I got into. Safe search And there's, there's no... You know how, like, when you get into boss fights in games... And it's like, all right, here comes the epic boss music. Now you know you're in trouble. Yeah. Yeah, no, everything went silent. 
everything went silent and you just hear this thing crawling up the side of a like waterfall sewer thing and you see the head poke up of like a dragon and you're like oh he's not that big and then the rest of him crawls up and you're like never mind and it's terrifying as a person who is i don't want to admit this but as a person who's attracted to monsters this thing scares the shit out of me (laughs) impressive but I haven't felt this accomplished. That's the word I was looking yeah. for. I haven't felt go. this accomplished in a game <laughs> since the Soulsborne games. Those are what a time. Hard. I couldn't I couldn't stop. I couldn't give up. And what sucks is that the four-stage boss fight. So if you lose out on a level in the game, you restart the level. Mm-hmm. If you have to quit out, you can go to chapter select and go back to the level you were on and continue from there. Yep. <sighs> With the final boss fight. Oh no. You have to get through puzzle number nine, level nine, first. Then it's like a, a, a fake ending. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden you're in the boss fight. Fire up the sin machine. And that four stage fight begins. Yeah. Each time you make it past a stage, it saves your progress as far as that fight goes. Mm-hmm. If you get to stage four and you're just stuck on stage four and you're like, I need to step away from this and you shut the game down, you got to start back from chapter nine. Oh, my God. So it pulls a ninja garden. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. So you're better off pausing the game and getting back to it later. But that makes it really, really hard to do. And what sucks is the boss fight. There aren't it's not a certain number of moves you have. Yeah. It's this moving platform with all these attacks coming in at you that you have to dodge. Mm-hmm. And I think the music tricks me a little bit because my Crypt of the Necro Dancer um, time that I've spent makes me go, all right, this is the attacks are going to go with the beat of the music. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> it's just there for fun. So I'm like, <clears throat> and I keep thinking that I have to like, cause the attacks kind of do a, here's where it's going to be. And then it hits. Yeah. Here's where it's going to be. Then it hits. So you have like warning, a hit warning, a hit. So you're like, okay, but I keep assuming that that pattern and that rhythm is what I have to move with. And I don't, I can go like, it goes flash and I go bup, 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 and just like run across the map. Yeah. But I, my, it, it screws with my brain. I think they know that, but the ending so good. There are only eight achievements and I just hundred percented it yesterday. Nice. I had to look up a guide I'm sh- for the other four achievements. I'm ashamed. How dare you? I'm a little ashamed. How dare you? Because not just it was guess. difficult enough to just get through the puzzle stages. But this was like one of the achievements was like there are three parts to a password in chapters four, five, and six. And in those three chapters, you have to move the blocks in a specific way to get to a specific block Mm -hmm. to get a piece of the password. Once you have all three of those, when you get to the end and all the girls in the harem are at your house, then you have a, a carpet with a pentagram on it and you can input the password by moving around on that carpet. And then stuff happens. It's the most elaborate achievement unlock in the whole game. Helltaker only came out last month. Yes. That's crazy. It has blown up. It's And it's developed by one guy. Like one guy made the game. I'm pretty sure the only other people that worked on it were like, I want to say the artist was someone different, but I could be wrong. But I know the music was done by someone different. Oh, guys, go play Helltaker. Oh, (laughs) please. It looks looks so cute. Like little clips on Steam. It's so cute. The, I love that. The art is so good. The characters have just enough depth and personality for people to really latch on to pieces of them and bring that out in their own fan art. Mm. There's fan art on Steam that's just heckin' incredible. 
<laughs> One of the reviews recommended, finally, a protagonist with relatable goals. <laughs> Several times I asked myself while playing, do I deserve to play this game for free? Probably not. <laughs> That's why the DLC is there for 10 bucks to get the art book and the recipe for crepes. Yeah. Which I'm like, I want to do that. Not so much because I feel like an art book and a recipe for crepes is worth the money. But I really would love to support this guy. Honestly, if the game is worth ten dollars i think exactly i think that is where it's, it's kind of one of those like it's almost how you would do a pay what you want on steam yeah to some extent i kind of i love that way of getting around the system because clearly they don't want to charge people but they also know that there were there will always be people who are like can i give you money for this because i love it a lot yeah and i think he's got a patreon as well i Fuck could be yeah. wrong but oh it's so good it's so good. Static, I know you're listening to this. Go play Helltaker if you haven't yet. <laughs> um, just also, I did end up picking up, uh, which I'm going to have a link to in the show notes anyway, the bundle for racial justice and equality. Fuck yeah. On itch. I don't know if it's supposed to be itch.io or itch. I think it's just itch. Everybody the calls The .io it, is an extension. Everybody calls it itch.io. So I, I call it itch.io. It's like the one time that peer pressure has gotten to me. That's fair. <laughs> I'll have to look that up later, but I'll put the link to the bundle in the description. It's only going to be up for another couple of days. Yeah. But there at the time of me purchasing it, it was advertising 700 plus games yeah. and there were 1100 games in it. There are now 1400 games. It's all indie dev stuff. I'll change the notes that we have for later. Um, There are so many games. So many games. Like. We'll get to the actual stuff later, but I also, I gave 10 bucks because I was like, A, some of these I will probably play eventually, and they're worth $10 on their own. But also, this is like the only thing that I can donate to. I have mm. no money. <laughs> Basically, I and gave I, 666, and I kind of want to pick up a bunch, like, some more copies for people. Yeah. Because it's just, it reminds me of when I first... Maybe not when I first, but like a year after I got my Ouya and when I first started living on my own without roommates yeah. and I set my Ouya up and I was sitting on my apartment carpet like a child playing various games by indie developers on the Ouya because there were no AAA devs making games for that system. Yeah. And, you know, I'll drop six bucks and picked up like Saturday morning RPG, which is also on Steam now. Yeah. And that was just a game about being like a bunch of 90s kids on an RPG adventure to rescue someone. But your spell book is like a Lisa Frank Trapper Keeper with scratch and sniff stickers. Oh, fuck yeah. And I'm like, this is so nostalgic and I love it. And it's I feel like that's the kind of stuff you're going to find just in this whole bundle. I haven't played most of them yet. Yeah, uh, I'm going to launch them up probably this weekend. My plan is to do a Saturday morning stream probably shortly after this podcast comes out. So there's no real sense in advertising it on the podcast, but uh, I'll put it all over the discord. I'm probably just going to like do a just chill and chat and have yeah. people come in and I'll like run through games that look interesting. Yeah. Cause that's all I want. It's like, get me some sugary cereal and I'll sit on the carpet and play video games that I've never heard yeah. the names of, you know, sugary cereal when I was a kid, way better than it is now. Sugar in general. Way when I was better. a kid, was way better. Way better. And it's not that the sugar was better. It's just my body handled and processed it differently. I I remember thinking my parents were crazy because I put like an entire container of Kool-Aid powder <laughs> and mixed it mixed it into juicy juice. Yeah. So it's like, if you can imagine, it puts the dye in diabetic. It, truly. 
and I don't me have... going, this is so good. I, and I couldn't understand why my parents were like, this is disgusting. Yeah. Now I get it. And it's like, it's so crazy because w- this is an offshoot. When you're a child, your taste buds are super sensitive because you're still, your body's still like learning what the world is. That's why a lot of children don't like vegetables because they're bland and boring and they can taste it. When you're an adult, your taste buds are way like we fuck them up. You know, like we drink, we do drugs, we smoke, we sleep too much, we sleep too little, we eat weird stuff, we eat ass, whatever. Not me, other people. But like (laughs) we fucked up our taste buds by just living. We can't taste things as sensitively as kids do. So how come sugar tastes like shit now? If I were to eat half the shit I ate as a kid, I would simply die. Yes. And I don't know, to be completely honest with oh, you. I keep we're just the mic. we're just shitty as adults. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but anyway, that's that's the list of stuff I've played this week. What a time. That was a weird sound. Um, so let's get to some games that are releasing next week. So Tuesday, June 16th, Summer in Mara. For the Switch and PC, Desperados 3 for PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and Disintegration for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. Wednesday, June 17th, Haxity for PC, Pokemon Sword and Shield, The Isle of Armor for Switch. DLC. Oh, that's a DLC. Yep. Okay. Thursday, June 18th, Best Friends Forever for Switch and PC, and Waking for Xbox One and PC. Friday, June 19th, The Academy, The First Riddle for PC, Mac, iOS, and Android. The Last of Us Part 2 for PS4. And Burnout Paradise Remastered for the Switch. Your epic free games from Thursday, June 11th through Thursday, June 18th are Ark Survival and Samurai Showdown Neo Geo Collection. Did you see the ones that are up for next week? Are they up? I thought they were... I, like, didn't even look because I assumed it was going to be mystery. No, I think they're done with the mystery thing. Um, I am loading it up right now so we can tell the good folks at home exactly what it is. Also, I noticed the other day when I was browsing Steam that Journey finally hit Steam. Oh, wow, Ta-da. they are up. Yeah, so coming uh, from June 18th to June 25th, you can get Pathway and The Escapists 2. So those will be the ones that are up next week if you want to pick them up. Great. Morgan just got The Escapists 1 when it was on Epic for free and regretted it because it's not her type of game. Perfect. <laughs> I'd hyped I it mean, up too. I mean, you can only regret free so much. Yeah. Uh, other than that, we're going to take a short break, run some ads or whatever it is that we do, and we'll come back after that with news that has something to do with video games. Something. Exiled by his pride for unacceptable desires, Ritnar lives alone. Until one day, he finds a strange and fascinating furless creature washed up on the shore. He nurses him to health and determines to gain his trust and, perhaps, his heart. But a terrible misunderstanding drives the human, Tristan, away and right into the dangerous, lustful claws of Ritnar's former pride leader. Hey guys, it's Proxy. I know what you're thinking. How could I possibly listen to more of these smooth, buttery tones? Well, good news for you. I also do audiobooks. The first audiobook I produced is Lustful Claws, Tiger and Tales, Book One, by Sindal Rivers. You can find it on Amazon or Audible. 
For only a few dollars, you could listen to these smooth, buttery tones tell you all about the story of Ritnar, a Tigerin, and Tristan, his forbidden love. Just search Lustful Claws or Sindal Rivers on Audible today. This Week in Gaming is brought to you in part by the support of our patrons, AJ Baki, Eileen Hubbard, For Love of Nerd, Mark Anthony, and Robert Brady. Your contributions allow us to license Adobe Audition and continue doing what we love, working on making our streams and podcasts even better. From the bottom of our hearts, thank you. The government tastes like candy. Welcome back to Twig. I'm going to give you the posterity and stuff because Morgan is not with us again this episode. Uh, Today is, this is This Week in Gaming, episode 165. We are recording this Friday, June 12th, and it will hit your earballs Saturday, June 13th. Welcome to it. Uh, Sarah, would you care to lead us into the world of game news? Sure. Uh, No Man's Sky opened up crossplay this week between PC, Xbox One, and PS4, which is really cool. It made that exclusive list of like 10 games that do crossplay. Yep. Um, I'm not certain. I couldn't find any information on whether you need plus or live or whatever to play it because you don't need live or plus as far as I know to play it online in the first place on your own console. So I don't know if that stays true for crossplay. It, it didn't say anything in the patch notes. So I don't, I don't think so. Um, no man's sky also came to Xbox game pass on June 11th. So it's there now. Um, full patch notes because there was a huge, huge, huge long list of everything they added and fixed, um, like with bugs and stuff, um, can be found on the No Man's Sky website. Huge list for this patch, which was yesterday, Thursday. But that's that on that. Every time new update happens, I'm like, I should play that again. And then I always do. And I'm like, oh, this isn't fun. <laughs> I've gotten too lost in Elite now to go back to any other space games. Yeah shrug sucks i want to like it so bad i i can't even say that i miss it anymore (laughs) um this week nintendo confirmed that over three hundred thousand nintendo accounts were compromised in april kind of heard about that i don't remember if we reported on it or not um because that was 83 years ago april um hmm but they confirmed that happened and they admitted that it happened. Um, so if you have a Nintendo account, whether it's just I have a Nintendo account because I play Pocket Camp or whether you have the paid NSO subscription, remove your PayPal, remove your payment methods, change your password for your Nintendo account, change the that password if you use it for any other accounts. Like if you have channing tatum at gmail.com and use the same password for like four accounts change them all to something different all four of them and good news not... for me i use KeyPass for all my passwords yes yeah. wish i could all not... my passwords are different and very uh, freaking ridiculously elaborate wish i had the brain power also every account that i have has two factor just because i'm I, I, Which that, is smart the Nintendo... snapchat thief episode of reply all really it's, messed me up man. it's horrifying i don't even like having a phone number because it's terrifying um like i just removed facial recognition and retina scanning from my phone so that all the apps that use biometrics will have to default to fingerprint yeah 
because it kept all the apps that I was using for finance were all of a sudden like, you know, fingerprint seems really secure. Show us your face. Yeah. And it's like, first of all, I'm the only one who has my fingerprints, but there are up to seven other people on this planet right now who have my face. It's not secure. Also, there have been so many instances of like the newest iPhone unlocking with a picture of somebody. Side note. (laughs) Side note. Did you hear that IBM officially said they're no longer working on facial recognition technology? Yes. Yeah. Was it because of me? Yeah. You told me that. And then Microsoft was like, hey, everybody, we're not going to do that anymore. And IBM was like, hey, we said we weren't going to do that anymore. We told you we weren't going to do that anymore. Yeah. So it's a good thing. It's a great thing. It is. Normally, I would argue that point. Technology like that is not going to be used for good. No, the technology itself is great. I like technology. I just I can't get behind the way it's being used. Yeah. And the way it's going to be used or Mm -hmm. would be used. It's not great. Um, Side side note, I was sanding something and I accidentally sanded my thumbprint off like my phone wouldn't recognize it and it was gone. It was smooth. And I was like, finally, (laughs) it grew back. My thumbprint grew back the same way that it was. Yeah. It's, That's fucked up. It's in your genetics. How does it know? Genetic code. How? Like, I, logically, I understand, but I'm mad. If I were to fuck up all my fingerprints, they would just come back. I couldn't commit crimes. For legal reasons, I won't commit crimes. But I couldn't commit crimes because my fingerprints are just going to grow back. That's messed up. Yeah, so like the whole men in black thing of getting rid of your fingerprints is really kind of a moot point now. Yeah. There was an episode of CSI a long time ago that really stuck in my head when I was like nine, where a guy took his fingerprints and instead of like sanding them off or anything, he just picked them apart and scrambled up the fingerprints. So it was still his thumbprint, but it was all scrambled up. That's the dream. I want to do that. That's so cool. I mean, alternatively, wear gloves. Yeah. Or like latex or something. Yeah. Or like don't. Don't commit crimes. Don't commit crimes. Listen, what are you, my financial advisor? (laughs) I'll let you you run into our next bit of uh, newsy here. Uh, This is quick. Summer Games Done Quick will be a fully online event from August 16th to 23rd to benefit Doctors Without Borders. It got pushed back because everything is insane. And since it's going to be fully online, they probably just need a little extra time to figure it out, which is fine. But they already did. Was it? awesome or whatever event they just did recently and by recently i mean in the last few months uh that i don't was, know that one i remember online. i remember it being a thing but i don't remember what it was i don't remember which one it was oh it was it was for corona relief oh my god it was for corona relief but that oh, one that's was, right that's a thing that's happening isn't it whoops um that one was fully online so they hopefully it goes really well and like smoothly for them there's not a whole lot of problems because you know people are assholes would you like me to keep going? Um, you know, lead us into this one. I have some things to say about it, though. Sure. Uh, so we already talked about how Itch.io has a bundle for. Um, oh, my God. What's it's actually what's it's uh, actually racial called? justice and equality? Yes. The bundle for racial justice and equality. The link for um, which will be in the show notes if you want to check that out. Yes. Or I, I made a bitly because convenience bit. Mm. Dot L-Y slash Itchio B-L-M. I-T-C-H-I-O B-L-M. Because I like short, short links. Short links. Yeah. yeah. Um, but there's a, f- it's a minimum of $5 can be 
I guess, donated. Spent. Yeah. Um, it's think about how humble bundle functions, but yeah, on a much larger scale with these, and it's all yeah. independent developers rather than a lot of like AAA games. Yeah. So five is the minimum. Um, over sixteen hundred games now of over eight hundred developers. <sighs> 1,658 as of last I checked. Yeah. Yeah, it's... Um, half of the profit goes to the NAACP Legal Defense Fund, and half goes to the Community Bail Fund, which is great. Because a lot of people got arrested unrightfully. Um, they had a $5 million goal, and as of I don't know when, but at least... In the last couple days, they hit it, and now they're at five million seven hundred and sixty-eight thousand dollars. Yep. So that's insane because people love getting something for their donation, and that sucks. But well, it's also a it really worked. good way because these are all coming from independent developers. Yeah. It's a really good way for a indie developers to get in on like letting people know that their games exist. Yeah. Getting your face out there, but also being able to contribute to it and help out the cause yeah and i'm i'm more inclined to like somebody in their work if they're like no i explicitly believe in this good thing that you also believe in even a lot of the games that are on this list if you visit their actual itch.io page um and say let me see if i can find one real quick i think it was like lena's inception yeah so lena's inception if you were to go and look that up, it's listed. You can buy now on itch.io for $9.99. But at the very top of the page, it says, get this game and 1657 more for $5 by buying it with the bundle. Yep. So they're like putting it at the tops of all their pages. They're putting it everywhere around the purchases for their games. Yep. You know, like, yeah, you could pay $10 for this game or you could pay a minimum of $5. Yeah. Half the price and get another 1600 games. Yeah. So it's good. And the uh, it says here that the average donation or average contribution is ten dollars and forty four cents. That seems about right. If everybody. Yeah. When it's all averaged out. Yeah. So like, I don't know. I think it's good. And like there's a lot of like fun. It sucks. But there's a lot of funds where uh, when people have dug deeper, it turns out that the money that people are donating aren't going to the right places like. I won't name names, but there's a very well-known man uh, in the black community who frequently holds a lot of fundraisers and starts up a lot of charities and companies and gets a lot of funding and money and it never goes to where it's supposed to go. And it's really, really shitty. And it's like people like that Mm. are everywhere and they will always exist when crises happen. Yeah. Shitty people are going to be shitty people, yeah. regardless. So it's good with that, like this money. It, they explicitly say this is where it's going, and those are are good places for them to go. Um, and I mean, on that list, like you have Night in the Woods, Celeste, Minute, Hex Kit, Cat Lateral Damage, and those are just the ones that I have heard of that I know are worth at least five dollars each. Oh, for sure. Of six Night in the Woods games. alone, yeah, is worth more than the asking price for the whole bundle. Yeah. I basically spent $10 on Night in the Woods and I don't feel bad about it. A Short Hike, another one that's on there that looks really, really good. Yeah. Personally, I'm excited for a lot of these games that, it, like, the art style looks like something I would play but I haven't heard of. Yeah. Uh, things like Arcade Spirits, 
and Dungeons and Lesbians, which just sounds so great. Can't wait to find out what that is. I am so excited to check that one out. Uh, there's a bunch of them on here, and a lot of them look like they also touch on the ideas and philosophies behind racial equality and justice, racial justice and equality, and like diversity, and it just looks it looks so good, all of it. I'm very excited, and there's a good handful of furry shit in here for me. Yeah, so. it's not really surprise. Well, okay. Shitty people exist in every walk of life, but it doesn't surprise me that furries as a whole are like, no, no, Black Lives Matter. Black Lives Matter, duh. <laughs> and yeah. And then there's, is this one about a, it is, oh no, it's a game that says Sarah all over it. This Discord has ghosts in it. Oh no. Uh, and it's about a Discord server. A game entering and exploring a haunted house filled with ghosts. That haunted house is a Discord. That sounds like my nightmares. In this game, players are either investigators or ghosts. Investigators can only speak. Ghosts can only type. That's kind of fucking sick. What? I would make like a horror show out of that idea. Uh, I'm really into it now. <laughs> like some of these, there's some really good, you know, you get a lot of those really, really nice, like the kind of indie horror darlings that get a lot of YouTube, got a lot of YouTubers started back in the day. Yeah. Bound to find them here. Yeah. If you're looking to start yourself a YouTube career and you're not Jimmy Fallon. Five dollars. There you go. For five dollars, you could find yourself something in this list and you'll have games for days. <laughs> Jimmy Fallon, if you're listening. <laughs> I, I, don't have, I don't know. I got nothing. He's from Massachusetts. That's all I know about him. Shrug? Never mm. met the guy. I mean, me neither. He's <laughs> Jimmy Fallon. Um, is he the guy that does Fallon health? <laughs> anyway. Moving on from that, um, one of the things I did want to mention on that that uh, note, though, is now I have the itch.io or itch.io launcher for desktop, mm -hmm. which is essentially a glorified browser, but it also helps to manage the downloads of all your files, put them in a proper folder. Yeah. It's more of a management system than anything. Yeah. And so I, I open that up and I go, OK, cool. This is like a few hours after I bought the bundle. Open it up, go into my library, purchases, and it's not there. Oh, no. Nothing's there. Well, there's like a couple games that I've bought on the platform before by Om Nom Nami. But I'm like, where is it? Where are all my games? Where are all 1,600 of my games? Yeah. Well, at the time it was only 1,100. But yeah. yeah. So I'm like, where are they? Where'd they go? So I had to look up. First off, uh, if you pick up the bundle and you run into that problem, you're not alone. Uh, it's that... Itch.io basically said that because they're going to continue adding games to this bundle and there are so many games on it, they didn't want to overwhelm people who are buying it by putting every single game in that list into their library immediately. So that just like, sense. boom, here it is. Games you own. Yeah. Um, so I have to actually go to the bundle itself and I can browse through and, and as I install them, they get added to my library. They're like, you can access them at any time. It's just they won't show up in your library until you've installed them. I guess it makes sense. So then you like have... you can click the link and go to the bundle and browse through the bundle and find stuff you haven't played yet and go, oh, OK, I'm going to install this. And then once it's installed, it's in your library and it'll just show up. That makes sense. So because trying to search through 1600 games sounds like a lot. Yeah. And I don't know how to count, but, you know. Uh, moving on from that, Steam 
Steam's Summer Steam Game Festival, running from Tuesday, June 16th to Monday, May 22nd. Mo- wait, Monday, July. Why did I do that? No, uh, it's running backwards June. in time. Monday, June. Wow. 22nd. Monday, June 22nd. I- See, you're having the problems now. Now that you've started not abbreviating June to three letters and I'm not reading it as January, you're going to screw up somewhere. Yeah. Uh, but correct. you're not going to believe it. Steam's going to have huge sales and deals. Yeah. I mean, it's a day of the week, so there's a Steam sale. I mean, they just announced uh, Elite Dangerous Odyssey coming early next year. And this weekend, again, Elite Dangerous is on sale again. <laughs> it's too bad Mark just bought it for full, for full price. price. <laughs> oh, no. <sighs> that boy's got a curse. Mm. And now the meat and potatoes or the potatoes and oh. meat of oh. our discussion time. Ah. <laughs> let's let's dive into it. Yes. Mostly focus on like the bits that you find important or. Yeah, we have a list of everything that literally is just the stuff that you sent me in discord. And then I added on the stuff that you for some reason your stream had errored out. Yeah, mine just like it was this, the actual PlayStation stream too. weird on Twitch or YouTube. YouTube. Weird. I, I went to Twitch. I backed out and I went to the one that was being hosted by uh, the Game Awards. Yep. And that one was still running. That's so weird. And it was at, at exactly the point in the trailer for one of the last games they showed where the werewolf yells. Yeah. And then, it was and then all like, of a sudden it just went blue. And I'm like, excuse? <laughs> yeah, like, you can't weird. do this. You didn't even tell me what game that was. Yeah. And it's sad because that was a, what a moment. I had to rewatch the whole trailer. And Worth it. Yep. Okay. So they rescheduled it, surprisingly, the PS5 reveal event for Thursday. Look at a list or listen to what we say and go watch all of his trailers because, oh, my fucking God. It was a good event. Okay. GTA 5 is coming to the PS5 all enhanced and stuff. There's a bunch of stuff about free casino money. I don't understand any of that. That's for people who currently have GTA 5, GTA Online or whatever that are playing on PS4. I came in at the end of that one because I was like five minutes late. So I was like, ah, whatever. It's GTA 5. It's the Skyrim of Rockstar. Yep. That's the most accurate description of GTA 5 I think I've ever heard. <laughs> Spider-Man Miles Morales. I am so excited. A lot of people are mad because they're like, it's just a DLC for Spider-Man 1. It's not. No, it's like Uncharted Lost Legacy. It's a smaller game, but it's different. It's not Spider-Man 2, which sucks because Miles Morales as a character deserves his own full, huge 40-hour game. But it is... A game. It's not just a DLC. If it was a DLC, they would have had to say, this is a DLC for Spider-Man 1. What are you doing? Scratching my nose. Oh. Um, but that's exciting. None of these, by the way, I uh, there's all different release windows and release dates, and we're not going to bother with that. Just go look it up if you fucking want to know. It's worth watching the event. Honestly, I it appreciate. Is. Now you said you weren't there for the beginning of it. I, I missed like five minutes. Okay. So I yeah, think. you missed easily. My favorite part. Oh no. Is they had this whole big animated revealy type thing with the, you know, PlayStation's iconic icons, the, um, triangle X circle square. Yeah. All that jazz. And, but it looked like, and now I have to go back and double check this, but it looked like they were using the same room or the design for the room from all of the PlayStation 3 crazy ass commercials from back in the day <laughs> that the PlayStation 3 was existing in. Just a little bit taller. Could be. Same kind of aesthetic to it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I love this. That's this cool. is so good. And they had a really interesting 
like timeline opening mm-hmm. bit that was also really good. So I do highly recommend watching the, the event beginning. if you're into PlayStation. Yeah, I think I think I started watching it like 407 because I was like, I won't forget. I won't forget. Fuck, I forgot. I was going to be like, why don't you just, just come downstairs? Just come watch it here. Well, yeah. And then I started and then Milo came out of his room and he was like, oh, what are you watching? And I was like, the PS5 event. He he sat down and we just watched it together, like very intently. So I was like, I can't just be like, let's both go to a secondary location <laughs> to watch this. That's fair. That would be very silly. Um, so Spider-Man, fuck yeah. Gran Turismo 7, great. Ratchet and Clank, <laughs> Rift Apart, fine. If you love Ratchet and Clank, cool, good for you. Ratchet I- and Clank. It it hit the internet yesterday in the afternoon, and by last night, we already have Ratchet and Clank yiff apart. Oh, yeah. So, thanks, internet. I appreciate you. I, um, the whole time, did not know if it was Jack and Daxter or Ratchet and Clank, because I do not know the difference between those two series, as it turns out. That only hurts because one of them is Naughty Dog. Couldn't, I would not be able to tell you which. Oh, it's Jack and Daxter. <laughs> Jack and Daxter is the naughty dog. Literally don't know. IP. At all. Ratchet and Clank was Insomniac. <laughs> um, they made a movie. It's like I'm I'm face blind, but with names of games. And if you have mm. an and in there, it's it's over. Um, Project Athia? Athia? I, I don't know. It's made by Square Enix. I don't I, think I must have missed that one. Or I don't even know what it is. It's just it's there. It's something. Um, Stray. Which- Stray. It looks like you're a cat in a world of robots or you have a cat and it's a world of robots. I, it looked super. I'm, I'm gonna buy so it. happy that you left my notes in here. Some of them. Yeah, because I needed to be reminded of what they were. <laughs> That's exactly why I, I put them there. I cut out a lot of your editorializing, like when you said that there was anthro porn or whatever in one of these. And I was like, I, we can get rid of that. But I, I need to know that that one is a plays cat in a world of robots. Question mark. Yeah. Uh, Returnal. Looked like a space Tomb Raider. I think you're correct on that. And I had to rewatch that trailer earlier because I was like, which one was that? It looked like it looks like space Tomb Raider. I, yeah, we said that it looked like space space station Raider Death Stranding too. It's like combine those two things, and we were like, what's happening? Why are we on the moon? Why can she breathe? She's the little girl's not wearing a spacesuit. What's happening? Obviously, we've terraformed the moon. I'm into it, but also confused. Um, Sec Boy, a big adventure, which is a new little big planet. I don't know how I continue to re- forget that Little Big Planet is like a, a decent multiplayer game, it's considering so I have at least two versions of Sackboy sitting on the shelf looking at me. Yeah. And he's it's kind cute. of an iconic thing for PlayStation. Yeah. And I mean, it's, Shrug? it's cute. Uh, oh, God. Destruction All-Stars. <laughs> Did you see the trailer for that one? Uh, oh, Because that's yeah. where I got my... I was trying to describe it to Al because he was in the car and he's like, tell me what's going on. I can hear it on the TV. And I'm like, okay, so there's like, there's, there's people. Um, and they, they look like they're here for Fortnite season five and all, nope. Some of them are in cars. Some of them are on foot. I don't know. Are they racing? It's like a demolition derby. They're okay. They're flying everywhere. I don't know if their intent is to kill each other. There's people on foot. There's people in car. I don't know what's going on here. Your note of like twisted metal meets Fortnite meets rocket league is absolutely because I forgot which one this was, but your note was like, it reminded me. Mm-hmm. Yes, that's exactly what it is. It's exactly what it is. It's with the vibe that I got. I was like, is this a new Rocket League? But Don't no. take that as a bad thing. Because no. maybe it is a really, if, that, if those three games are games that you're like, I love all of those. Then congratulations, Destruction All-Stars is coming for you. <laughs> oh, this one. Did you, blew me away. I because I'm like, think I saw this one. 
I'm, I watched this whole thing and some of these names I don't recognize at all. So I don't know where I was. Kina? Kena? Yeah, Kina. Kenya? Uh, Kenya? Bridge of Spirits from the studio that did the Majora's Mask animation. If anybody listening hasn't seen the Majora's Mask animation, you must. It is so good. It's called Terrible Fate. It's by Ember Lab. It was... So good. It came out November of 2016. I will put the link in the show notes for anyone who wants to check it out. Majora's Mask video. I'm just going to call it Majora's Mask video yeah. so that you don't even have to put effort into it. <laughs> the no animation thoughts. is incredible. And I'm like, where have I heard Ember Lab before? And I looked them up and I realized that it was the same people. That's so cool. And I'm like, oh, oh, they made a oh, game. Okay, yeah. I remember these as soon as i see like one screen from them and i'm like oh yeah okay i remember that one and i forget exactly how i was describing i was trying to describe that one to al as well and i was like okay i want you to imagine playing pikmin (laughs) but you're a normal sized girl with a staff the colors are amazing and instead of pikmin they're all like soot sprites from my neighbor totoro yeah i was like that's basically what i'm getting right out of this yeah um, and then Goodbye Volcano High, which looked like, I don't know if the animation style is what the game is going to be. It looked like an anime straight up, but it looked like a coming of age game where it's just a bunch of animals. And that's the one that I put is going to be Anthro and I need it. I am into it because I'm old now. So coming of age stuff just really hits me right in my heart. Yeah. Cause it's like, <laughs> it feels like it was forever ago, but it really wasn't all that long ago. Yeah. Also, I still haven't come to my age yet. I never had that. We'll moment. grow up eventually. I never had that moment. I'm the fat, funny one. I never had my come up. I'm not the main character. Mm. Um, Oddworld. I Soul freaked Storm? the fuck out as soon as I saw Oddworld come up. <laughs> we were sitting there, like, is this an Oddworld game? Because I recognized the little guys, and I was like, is this Oddworld? I don't know if this is Oddworld. I'm pretty sure these guys are Oddworld, but this seems really dark for what I'm pretty sure is a kid's game. <laughs> Oddworld was a very dark series. I have no idea. I thought it was a kid's series. But I this, mean, it kind of one, is. What's scary... This one's real dark. This one is like the two towers dark. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know? Um, Oddworld Abe's Odyssey, which came out on the PS1 ages ago, a platformer, where the whole thing was this conspiracy where the creatures of the planet were being turned into this sports drink. Oh, shit. Um, That's gross. It's disgusting. <laughs> is what it, It's a very dark game and Abe working to free them. And then you had Abe's Odyssey, Abe's Exodus, Munch's Odyssey on the Xbox and GameCube and PS2, I believe. Oh my God, there's so many. Um, Munch worked with Abe and it was kind of a similar thing going on. Mm-hmm. And then they went completely off the rails with one of my favorite entries in the series, Oddworld Stranger's Wrath, mm-hmm. which had more of a cutesy Western theme to it. You had introduced live ammunition. You had a crossbow mounted to your arm. And live ammunition is like you hunt these little fuzzballs or various other creatures. You can load them into the gun and shoot them at your enemies, and then they'll attack your enemies. Oh, my God. It's very good. Uh, that got a little bit more dark yeah. th- even than Abe's Odyssey did. Very much like... It was somewhere between like a Western mixed with like Native American folklore and a bunch of other random stuff. The main character looked really good and it had some of my favorite quotes from gaming and just in general. And then the whole Oddworld team went to go and make a new game that they were like, we want this to, you know, those games have been lighthearted and fun, quote unquote. Sure. And they wanted to take it to another part of the world to show how diverse Oddworld can be much Mm -hmm. like our own world. 
and they were going to make this really great game in a different part of Oddworld about basically the genetic ancestors or descendants, the genetic yep. descendants of dogs and cats that have come to live in an intelligent society and they don't get along still. Mm-hmm. So it's the feud between cats and dogs that has gone on for centuries, hmm. but in the society manner. Unfortunately, it sounded like the more the team start, kept working on it, the more they wanted to put more and more and more and more into it, the yeah. farther and farther and farther it got from the original intent, and then the studio ended up not doing it. Shame. So it was shitty. So as soon as All World came up, my thoughts were, are they remaking Stranger's Wrath? Are they remaking Abe's Odyssey? Like, are they starting from the beginning again? Um, or are they finally getting around to releasing the game that they couldn't seem to see eye to eye on? Yeah. And it was none of those. <laughs> Apparently. Oddworld Soulstorm. It's from the Abe series. So, or at least it looks like it follows the story of Abe. And it, sure. the thing is that the trailer made it look very platformery. It did. So that's why I was like, is this a remake of Abe's Odyssey? I thought that was weird because I don't, I'm not familiar with the Oddworld series at all, but I thought it was less of a 2d side scrolling platformer and more of a literally anything else <laughs> you know what i mean yeah uh i'm wondering if Soulstorm is going to be a completely different game or if it's going to basically be like a retelling I don't know. of abe's odyssey there was, seemed to be there was so much plot in the trailer alone that i was like clearly this is part of a series because there's just so much but i don't know i don't know shit from shit I don't know, my ass my elbow. Oddworld had a game that dropped in 2014. Oh. Cool. Oddworld New and Tasty, also known as Oddworld Abe's Odyssey New and Tasty. Oh. Oh, Okay, so that was basically your graphical restructuring, if you will. Eh. Yeah, because New and Tasty was the company that was, like, making these creatures, sentient creatures, of course, Mm -hmm. into New and Tasty. No, that's gross. (laughs) So... That was just your, add water. That was your odd world history. Yeah. That actually that, makes it seem like a very interesting series. I loved the odd world series to no end. Apparently and not for children. Like I thought <laughs> not as much for children. <laughs> not as, as one would think. Yeah. Um, next was Ghostwire Tokyo, which I hear doesn't look anything like it's original, like announcement trailer from forever ago but it looked kind of cool i don't know i have no opinions towards it it looked neat um jet the far shore jet the far shore which if you play too much of it a message will pop up on your screen saying you are now addicted to jet yes um another space one looked at shrug shrug uh godfall don't remember that one off the top of my head uh, that didn't have much to say in the trailer. It was just a lot of running around and like become God and oh, like yeah. killing things. That one and... looked really cool, but it gave me like Doom vibes. Mm. But like, but like if Doom was third person, yeah, which is fine. Um, Solar Ash from the creators of Hyperlight Drifter. That game looks artistically incredible. Yes, I <laughs> Milo was like, oh, I've never played Hyperlight Drifter. I don't really know anything about it. And I was I like, have me it neither. Three times. I was like, me neither. But Proxy owns it on like six different platforms, so maybe eventually <laughs> I'll get to see it. <laughs> the thing with Hyperlight Drifter when it came out is they don't tell you anything about how the game is played. Right. You have to fine. just figure it out as you go. Which is fine for some people. I'll get through it eventually. Yeah. I'm actually wondering while you're going on with this list, I'm going to look up how long to beat. But Solar Ash looked artistically amazing. There is going to be some amazing like desktop backgrounds that come out of that game. Um, 
And then next was Hitman 3. Fucking came out of nowhere. We were sitting there like, this looks like a Hitman you- game. But there's there hasn't been a bald man. And then all of a sudden it was like Hitman 3. And we were like, oh shit. Do you remember years ago when we reported on the company leaving Square Enix. Yeah. And taking all the rights to Hitman. Yeah. And going, yeah, maybe they'll make another game someday. Yeah. And now here we are. I thought about that yesterday. I was like, huh, good for them. Because I'm hype. I've never played Hitman. I know that it can get real silly. And I love that. Like the fact that you can just Please like, add details. You beat somebody up and just like take their entire outfit and then you're that guy and you're disguised as that person. That's so funny to me. Um, so I love that. Um, and then was Astro's Playroom. Astro's Playroom. He's that little like virtual guy that Sony's been using. Oh, he's so scary. He's kind of like a futuristic sack boy I to some extent. He's I don't, weird. I didn't like that. I didn't like the big one where you look like the Iron Giant. I don't like that. Yeah. Um... I the next one I really didn't care. NBA 2K21 fine who cares who is still playing basketball nobody shrug the thing Poor about children. this that pissed me off a little bit is there was a really good uh the game awards stream did a chunk it was a video by uh I forgot his name but that's okay <laughs> He's somebody I hadn't really heard of until this came up. Yeah. So but he did a video of like do's and don'ts for your reveals, Sony, and just kind of like caught at a bunch of things like don't just give me a game title and expect me to lose my shit. I need to see gameplay. Yeah. And but it was a really good video. And this basically. In hindsight, was exactly what he said not to do. Yeah. Because it was just one of the players who I'm not familiar with the NBA, so sue me. Um, but he was like, you guys are are going to check out a trailer for NBA 2K21. You're not ready for this. <laughs> Mic drop. And then there's like some crazy music going on. And it's like, as far as things we see is just his avatar alone on a court. Yep. Doing some fancy dribbles and then slam dunking the ball and then walking away as the rim falls to the floor. And I'm like, that told me nothing Nothing. about, I mean, it's basketball, but like, I know so little about basketball. I'm 99% certain that Larry bird is still an active player, but I think he's like 70 years old. That's how little I know about basketball. (laughs) That's how little I give a shit. Anyway, that that one just kind of I was like, nah, yeah. Don't. I mean, it's okay. Larry Bird is sixty three years old, and his career ended in nineteen ninety two. I wasn't alive. <laughs> anyway, wow. that's basketball. Um, and there was Bug Snacks from the creators of Octodad. <gasps> it this, looked so good. This looked so cute. I will not play it, but it looked so cute. I will play it because it, it like looks at the end of it. It looks like maybe there's a horror element going on there's there. A little strawberry with a face. And then fucking Demon Souls. I don't know if this is a remake or like it's a, a, re- a remake of, of of actual. I don't know. Um, Demon Souls was the original Dark Souls right. before Dark Souls. Oh yeah, it is being. It's a remake. So yeah, not a remaster, a remake, which is the good one. Yes. And then okay, this is. <laughs> I was kind of starting to peter out. Oh no! Then there was Death Loop, which Milo called Modern Dishonored. Because until the end, when it revealed the name Deathloop, we weren't sure what it was. And he was like, these are all like the magic powers that you would use in Dishonored. Is this Dishonored? I love Dishonored. And then it got to Deathloop. And you're like a guy 
playing the same day over and over again and you have to kill a certain amount of people or whatever. So it's like Groundhog Day. It looks so good. I will probably play it because holy fuck, it looks so cool. Mm. Here is where I started losing it because I was like, okay, Deathloop looks super cool. What else can they possibly give me? <laughs> I'm looking at the last chunk of the list and I'm going, yeah, this is exactly where Sarah lost it. Yeah. Okay. So the next one starts out and you're like, okay, cool. Uh, there's a, a village and there's werewolves and there's like a bunch of stuff. And we were sitting there like so excited, like a game about werewolves. This is so exciting because we had that vampire game and then that other vampire game and then some zombie games. And every year there's like new stuff that comes out. Nothing ever comes about out about werewolves. Except for the Order 1886. Yeah. And we were like, oh, fuck yeah, a game about werewolves. And then it says on the screen, village. And we were like, oh, cool, village. And then the letters drop away and it says V I whatever. V I I. Yeah. Roman and I, numeral. For, and I was like, at the instant you said it's called the village, my brain went, that's exactly how they did the Roman numerals. Yeah. I like, they dropped away and it revealed the eight in Roman numerals. And I went, what? And then underneath it says resident evil. And I was like, what? <laughs> I, we both <laughs> screamed because it took me by such surprise. The main characters, or at least featured in this game, are going to be Chris Redfield, everybody's beefcake favorite boyfriend, <laughs> and Ethan from Seven. Because apparently, whatever virus it is, it's causing... This is not a spoiler, by the way. This is just, like, stuff that everybody knows. Apparently, the virus that's causing werewolf this is the same... Is, like, the, a fungus mold virus, like in Seven Biohazard. Which is interesting, and that explains why Ethan is there, because who's more familiar with it than Ethan? Mm. I'm so excited. Leon has I'm to so show excited. up in it. Leon has to be there. It's and an even-numbered game. Only, because it's an even-numbered game. It has to. It's an even-numbered game. What, like, what so happened? I, it should have been Leon showing up, not Chris. Chris is in the odd-numbered games. I, like, I, my heart was racing. I was so excited. Just because I... And then, at some point during the trailer, it pans down to, like, this little... I don't know, like a table or something. And there's some symbols on it. And I was like, that looks like the Umbrella Corp logo, but nothing about this is screaming Resident Evil to me. So when it happened, I was even more dumbfounded because I had already told myself, this is not Resident Evil. <laughs> and then they just come out of nowhere like, yeah, it is. Oh, I lost like, my I mind. Like, my throat hurts today because we were both just like, <laughs> what? Oh, so exciting. So good. And then they fucking fit, at least with games, they finish it off with Horizon 2, Horizon, well, not Horizon Zero Dawn 2, but Horizon 2 Forbidden West. I'm so excited. Also, she said something about going west. Horizon Zero Dawn takes place in like the Montana area. There's not a whole lot more west you can go. I'm wondering how far west <laughs> or if she's going west Far at enough all. away to get away from Billy Ray Cyrus. I'm oh, so excited. Like it started and the music seemed really familiar because like Horizon music is in my blood. And I was like, this sounds really familiar. And Milo was like, this sounds like the girl from Horizon. Is this Horizon? And then it like they showed one robot animal and I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. <laughs> That's coming out sometime in 2021. Ooh. Can't wait. I will buy a PS5 just for Horizon 2. I, I know. And then every week <laughs> after that, I'm going to be like, so how's Horizon 2? Yeah. Yeah. Did you accidentally Horizon 2 today? <sighs> I'm a, It's going to happen. I'm going to play it like 87 times. Yep. Um, and then the only I guarantee like by next week, you'll forget that this conversation happened. But by next week, 
I'm going to be like, so Sarah, what have you played this week? And you're going to go, well, I got really hyped for Horizon 2, so I started playing Horizon Zero Dawn again. And I beat it seven times. It's going to happen. I'm gonna, the hype is going to be there. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's already there. I really want to play it. I just the, Today got away from me. Um, and I don't remember where I was, so I don't know if I have to beat it and start over or what's going on. I don't remember where I left off last time I played. And then the only thing that happened after that was like the what I call what I'm going to call from now on the aesthetic reveal. They didn't really tell you anything except what it looks like and that there's going to be a digital only version and a disc version. Probably for very different prices. Um, it looks like, though, you know how the switch pro controllers, the charging port is like pretty high up on the back of it. So yeah. that if you rest the controller down, it doesn't press into the. The, you know what I mean? Where the PS4 does, and it's really fucking annoying. Mm -hmm. It looks like the PS5 controller is like higher up. So that way you can, it looks like you can set it down and it won't just rest the end of the charge port on the fucking table and push your charger so it gets all loose and raggedy. Because that shit pisses me off. Know what I mean? I sure do. <laughs> But they, they, there was no like prices. There's no backwards compatibility news. But obviously, we're keeping an eye on that because that'd be great. I really don't want to have to like if it even had PS2, PS3 backwards compatibility, I'd be satisfied with that. It would suck to not be able to play my PS1 games. But I have a lot of PS3 games, and I don't know how much longer my PS3 is going to live. Same. You know, I, I would sell organs to get a PS5 if they go. It's fully backward compatible back to the one. Yeah. I have discs from PlayStation 1 that I have to use the PlayStation 3 to play. Yeah. And or break great. out the PS2. And it's great that that is possible, but also the PS3, any of them at this point, is very old. Mm -hmm. I haven't used mine or turned it on in years. I'd really like to play Dragon Age 1 and 2. Did you see the freaking that video that I posted up a while ago about how to have it do auto clean? Because I tested yes. it and it works oh. and I was impressed as all heck. I think I'm going to have to take like a vacuum to mine and then do that because it has just been sitting for at least a few years. The last time I moved it was to get back into my PSN account because they were like, okay, you remember the account that you used to sign up for a PlayStation account? And I was like, you mean my PS3 that I got in 2012? She was like, yeah, I just need the serial number. And I was like, okay, thank God I still have that. Thank goodness I didn't trade it in. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't have anyway, but Jesus Christ, good thing I didn't. <sighs> but all that being said, that's all we've got for news. Definitely check out the PlayStation event if you're someone who's into PlayStation. Uh, again, I have the link for the bundle for racial justice and equality from Itch.io, as well as the Majora's Mask video. Fuck yeah. Um, links to our Extra Life charity, our Patreon page, the merch store. You could buy me a coffee on my Ko-Fi. And the Amazon mystery link is down there. It is an affiliate link. We get paid a small portion if you buy it. This week's is actually something that's mostly, it's free if you've got Kindle Unlimited. Oh. Um, but it's something that I've been getting into lately, this particular book. And I find it so far to be very well written. So I wanted to share it with people. Um, other than that, that's all I've got. I'm all out of stuff, okay? It it's been one. a week. I'm going to go play some more hentai games because I'm a trash human being. And we'll yes. see you guys again next week with more of what happened next week in gaming. Yeah. Until then, enjoy yourselves and have fun. See ya.
This Week in Gaming is a production of WYDG Gaming Radio, a Yadude company. Pre-production, show outline, and hot takes by Raw Zombie, Sarah Green. Edited, produced, and constantly derailed by Proxy Fox, Josh Needham. This Week in Gaming is created and moderated by Zero Threat Morgan. To learn more about WYDG, Yadude, our other podcasts, or to find us on social media, visit yadudegamers.com.